Hey, this is Scott Todnam, and you're listening to the Life is the Future podcast, a podcast for health education, middle school, and life in general. It's episode 11 of season three of our podcast. Here's this week's hosts, Tommy and David. It's Tommy and David, and we're here with episode 11 of Life is the Future. We have two new guests with us. If you guys would like to introduce yourselves. Hi. I'm Lucas, an uh, eighth grader at Scotland Middle School. I'm Amy, and I also go to Scotland Middle School as an eighth grader. And today our topic um, will be about mental health and hobbies, and that helps us sometimes, and like just helps us make us feel better about ourselves. So the first question I'm going to ask you guys today is like, what are your hobbies and what do you do for like fun? A lot of times uh, I like to, I play video games with my friends that that often helps because, you know, in the pandemic, you can't see your friends as much. So like playing video games and being able to call them, that really helps. Um, I do that too, but I also like to draw because um, it's just like, it's kind of like going to a different world, I guess, than being like this pandemic yeah and for me what I usually do um for a hobby is like I play outside sometimes but I don't do it as much but I still do it and I play video games like Lucas said like a lot and that really helps me just forget about like school and everything else and just focus on what um I like to do yeah, I feel like it's difficult for us to do more stuff outside because, like, there's so much restrictions, but, like, I still, like, find stuff to do in, like, my house or, like, whatever, so I can, like, like playing games, too, so, like, I can have, like, fun or whatever in my day. So, um, my second my next question is, do you feel like socializing can play a part in your mental health, like, with your friends? Um, it depends on, like, um, if you have, like, good friends or no. Like, if you have, like, really toxic friends, then talking to them is just probably going to do worse to your mental health and stuff, I guess. Yeah, I agree with Amy. It's, it's like, really important to just have, like, actual good friends because they'll, like, listen to you, you know, they'll stay with you, like, even in tough times. And that's really important for, like, helping yourself and, you know, mental health. Yeah, and I ask this question, like, a lot, but have you guys been, like, drifting from your friends since, um, since of um corona or have you guys been like keeping in touch with them like a lot and has that been like um not has that not not been great for your mental health because for me like when I drift from like my friends and not talk to them that much it like kind of makes me like feel down and stuff like that so what um what's your situation well when, when COVID started I sort of drifted from my friends but I also took the opportunity to talk to a lot of friends that like I uh, that like moved away or that I haven't talked to in a while but that kind of left me with the problem that like like a lot of my friends like don't live nearby and like it's good that I'm talking to them again but it's also a little bad because I have no one nearby yeah I'm kind of happy that um Rona like um or like Corona happened because I've actually like gotten in more touch with like more of my friends that are like far away and I've made more friends online and stuff like that. So I think that's um, pretty good. Yeah, I, I felt like well, even though Corona has been really bad, I felt like it's really helped us like uh, have more time to like learn about new things, like maybe get a new hobby and like keep in touch with uh, old friends they maybe haven't talked to.
feel like that's one of the big positives. So for me, there's like two types of friends. They're like your actual friends and they're your school friends. School friends are like the ones that you just like talk in school and like classmates and acquaintances. And then they're your real friends who you like talk on like 24 seven. And during this time, I made a lot of online friends from playing video games on Discord. Yeah, I feel like um, the quarantine, especially like some friends like that you haven't talked to in a while, you can just like you start talking to, to them all over again. And then there's other friends that you just drift away from during quarantine because like you can't talk anymore and like there's nothing else to talk about because like you're separated and we don't go to school, like in school. So do you um, feel like uh, quarantine positively or negatively affected your mental health? I feel like uh, personally, at the beginning, I may have had like too much time on my hands because there, there was like so much time. There was like three months where we just did nothing. And like, normally I would fill up that time with like activities or something else, but I, I like couldn't have that anymore. So I feel like that in that way, it was negative. But then it was kind of like what you had to do with that free time that like, that was like the decision to make. Cause you could either like learn something new or like try out new stuff or you could just keep doing nothing. My thoughts of um, on the beginning of quarantine, like in March, I kind of liked it um, because a lot of people were like doing new trends. Like there was this trend for whipped coffee and I tried that and it was like really good. And there was new shows and everyone was just talking to each other. But like later into quarantine, I feel like it just got boring and old and I just wanted to like get out of my house. I like before quarantine already like staying in my house a lot. So it wasn't that much different other than the school part and like can't see my friends. But my parents also don't really let me go to hang out that much. So it wasn't that much different for me. Yeah, and going back to the school topic um, for quarantine, earlier in the year, um, we did like our teachers gave us assignments and we just did them all. And I felt like that was like very good for my mental health because I could do it at any time of the day. And there wasn't like really any due dates. We just had to get it in before the end of the year. But this year we have to like go on Zooms and stuff for like hours. And I, I just don't think that's like the best for me because I'm not as active, active as I was before. So like, what do you guys think um, of that change? I, I kind of disagree with what you said because uh, I felt like during the time where we just had our assignments, I felt like a real like lack of motivation to do anything. And I think well, Zoom like obviously can't be like a like a direct replacement for actual school. I feel like it's even though it it can like kind of be a drag, it's helped me like stay on track like more than it used to. Anyways, I um. I'm kind of like an in-between, like, I would like the Zoom to be short because I don't like staring to the screen for, like, way too long, and it just, like, kind of hurts my mouth a lot. And then when that does, I get really tired and just don't want to do homework later. I feel like um, Zoom is, like, really long, and, like, after the day is over, I just feel so drained, and I just don't want to do anything anymore. But, like, I feel like online school is really, like, the best suit for me, so... I feel like teach teachers don't really give us screen breaks, not my teachers at least. And I feel like they should because like I don't move around and I'm just sitting in the same spot for like over four hours in the day or something. And it's just really uncomfortable for me, I guess. But it's just my opinion. I feel like something like kind of unrealistic is that like right after our class ends, we're expected to do like the asynchronous work. 
because I feel like, uh, in, in my opinion, the asynchronous time where it's after Zoom and you do things individually should be used as a screen break time. But that can like pile up your homework, but you kind of have to like differentiate on like whether you want the screen break or whether you want to like get caught up on everything. And like teachers would say, like take a break, but then they also give us um, work to do during the asynchronous time, which is really annoying. In general, I think that for screen time, I think that we should all like just do all of our school like in the four hours or three hours that we have classes and then the rest of the day we're free because for the two hour like lunch breaks I just don't like how like split up it is and how I have to wait for my next class because I usually just get bored and I have nothing else to do. I feel like our schedule could have a little change because I feel like the two hour breaks are just unuseful. I feel like we could just end school earlier and stuff instead of just having to like wait a whole nother hour to get back to another class and I also feel like um going on to like so like teachers are talking about how we don't use our asynchronous time and don't do work but like sometimes i like to take take breaks because like of being on zoom so long or being on a computer and then that's when teachers are saying that it's not us not doing our work instead of just taking a break so do you feel like um teens nowadays especially um, are struggling with e-learning or is it going fine Oh, well, I think personally from my own experiences, like I'm doing all right. It's obviously not the best, but I can see why it would be tough on someone like if they didn't have enough time on their hands or like there, there are a lot of like factors that could go into why someone wouldn't be doing good. And it's, it can't be like a direct uh, replacement of like one-on-one -on -one interactions with the teachers and the students. Personally, don't like really like it because I get really um, unmotivated and just staring into a screen all day is really exhausting for me physically and mentally. Yeah and there's a lot of my friends that are like unmotivated to do their work and have like a lot of missing assignments and on social media like TikTok I see people like um, recording their grades and like they're all F's and stuff but some people like some for some people it's like easier for them and for me it's a little bit easier for me but like I don't get um any education because I'm just like stressing stressing over the projects and I had a project like earlier in the year when we had to build cardboard chairs and I was stressing about that like a lot too and I was kind of angry some things that like we're doing right now I feel like they're not helping us like as in like teachers like okay so for some people it's easier for them to like make their grades better because they have more time to do work but then some teachers give us like a little bit too much work a day and then they expect even though like they give multiple days to um, complete it they still give it a lot of work which is kind of heavy after doing like so many hours of zoom a day which makes this probably making people having like lower grades and lower scores and everything they're doing but um i feel like right now a lot of people are just like they, they're trying to get over um, e-learning so that we can go to like hybrid or in-person learning but I just feel like I don't know because my teachers don't do really do anything to like not they do they try but like, I feel like some of them might not like e-learning as well how do you guys feel about that yeah I, I feel like a big part of e-learning is like a the balance between like the work that teachers do and the work that students do like, personally, I don't like the the way of teaching and e-learning where the teacher 
just speaks the entire time and we have to like understand all of it and take notes, I feel like it should be a little more interactive. And I feel like the, the students could also be used to like motivate the teachers. It would like uh, one motivates the other and it like works like a cycle. Learning for me, some stuff that I don't like is um, the breakout rooms, especially when you put in a room that with people that you're not that like close to. And in person, it would be better because you're like, you're just going to talk in person. But on Zoom, it's just so much awkward, so much more awkward because everyone's screen is off and usually your mic is off and just sit there in the awkward silence. Yeah, yeah and I, I feel like um, when they're saying, like, we're not talking to, talking to each other and participating, it, like, puts a lot of pressure on us, like, because of what you said, like, in breakout rooms, it's really awkward and um, it's, like, very quiet. So I think that if they put us in breakout rooms, like, with people that we know, we'd get more comfortable um, talking to each other, like, on Zoom. And in, in regular school, if you were, like, assigned, like, a group project, let's say, with someone you didn't know, it, it would be, like, a, you'd be, like, kind of forced to, like, interact with them and get to know them. I feel like that's a good thing. But in, but in a Zoom, it just doesn't work as well that way. I feel like uh, you can't really do group projects as well, uh, as well as in school, if you're not doing them with, like, a friends or someone you know well. Going back to, like, brain breaks and um, fun stuff. Have your teachers ever like done any of that stuff this year? Because for my ELA teacher, she like did um, these like, I don't know if I'd call them puzzles, but it's like guessing like what these items are and just like different um, activities. So what have your teachers done to make it fun? Oh, we had the Genius Hour projects uh, for Mondays. And I think that's very cool. It just gives the students a chance to just do what they want. And I feel like that's very necessary in schools. And I feel like uh, something that the uh, teachers could, I, I guess, improve on is like uh, finding creative ways to teach. Because obviously things like uh, Kahoot and uh, like making videos are fun. Uh, I feel like uh, having another dimension added of like interaction would be would be cool too. Yeah, I agree like a ton because on TikTok and YouTube, I like get these random videos of like fun facts and the way they like explain it is like kind of fun and entertaining. But the way some teachers um explain like our our history, it's like kind of boring and I kind of um like just zone out for that stuff. So I think that's something that they should work on too. My history teacher like finds like these really um pretty funny videos for um like the American history right now. So that's very interesting. And in ELA, when we are reading Hamlet, which is um, kind of boring when you're reading from the book since it's kind of hard to understand, my teacher like puts on the movie to follow along, which is pretty interesting. Reading Hamlet, like it's, it's boring, but like we kind of have to do it. And something, and I feel like uh, just reading and like being like having to listen all the time can be pretty boring. And I feel like something in school is that it's dragged out. Like, uh, I, I actually really enjoy history, but I feel like I learned something that took three months in a history class. I could learn in like a 40 minute YouTube video. And I feel like, like it could obviously help with like, like skills of like learning and note taking. But I feel like in terms of actually learning the history, it's not done uh, as best as it could. 
as much as like we don't like uh, e-learning, I'd say we can't like fully say that like our, it's our teacher's fault because like they had to adapt and adjust to doing e-learning because this is like they would they thought that we'd be back in school a long time ago, but they had to change their entire plan for the school year to make it better for us to understand because they didn't know they would have to do all this. But um, do you feel like doing um, like playing on like social media or playing games would be better than like hanging out with your friends in person, especially since we're in quarantine? Well, obviously like talking to them through like Snapchat or like other social medias can be a direct replacement. I feel like it is fun. And there are things that you can do in person that you can't do uh, like in calls, but like obviously in calls, you can like do your own thing. You can like, it helps a lot with like playing video games because that's where I talk to my friends the most. But in person, it's obviously like a whole different experience. And I think that being in person with your friends is just, just a whole lot better. Yeah, and I love talking to people online and like on my phone, but a few like months ago when I was like, meeting up with my friend for like the first time um, ever since like COVID started, it kind of like felt weird, like socializing and it felt different because I was like so used to being online. So like I was kind of awkward and like dry. I don't like really want to hang out with my friend at this time since like the COVID cases here are like getting even worse and I don't want to catch it. Plus, um, my most of my friends are online friends so I can't meet up with them anyways like some of the close friends I have is there's not that many and their parents don't let them go out either I think a big part of this uh like COVID thing and like being able to interact with people is like understanding like uh how dangerous it is because obviously talking to your friends is cool but there is a weight behind it and I feel like uh getting online in school is like a big part of it too because everyone's had to adapt and I feel like uh, some teachers need more credit for being able to make a, a adapting to their teachings plan and like accommodating the students and everything. Yeah and going back to your genius hour projects um, what have you guys been doing for them um, because for me like I've I've been just um, building like mansions and like Minecraft for them and I've been just having fun. So what have you guys been doing for those? I, I sort of like just drawing because I feel like it just like put on some like lo-fi music in the background. It's like a good escape. And I feel like every student should have like a way to like, I guess, escape from the reality where they can just like live in their own world. I mean, I already draw and I do that for um, Genius Hour too, but I also make um, these... Uh, polymer clay things. Um, this is a turtle I made. I have more, but those are really fun because they're just really small and really cute. What I do during Genius Hour, I either I just like find something on YouTube to like make from paper or something, or I start planning out like what I'm going to do for like the podcast because the podcast is like it's something I actually enjoy doing. So I actually take time to like prepare myself and like what questions I'm going to do, how I'm going to present myself and um, and whatever, because I don't want to sound like, I don't, because I, I actually take interest in this podcast because I like to hear other people's perspectives too. Do you feel like um, there's anything that our teachers um, help or like any skills or topics that they um, should talk about to help with like mental health and our emotions, especially in this time? 
I think the teachers are doing really good right now in terms of being able to help the students the best they can. Like, I feel like a big problem is response time. Cause like a lot of times if I ask a question, I would probably like want the answer like as soon as possible, but it can't always be helped. But I feel like apart from that, they're doing really good in terms of like helping all the students and making sure everyone gets their grades done. Obviously they can be like as, like they can't like get on students as much because if someone is like not doing their work, there isn't as much they can do about it. Yeah, I agree um, too, because for due dates, they like put um, them like a week um, or two like later. And I feel like that helps a lot and gives us um, more time. And sometimes in advisory, they give us like surveys or Google forms of like our mental health and um, if they should put like a lot of homework or not. And I think that it's really helpful and it like makes them improve. Something that like I would like to be kind of changed is like some teacher really tries to pressure you into turning on your cameras, which sometimes you really don't want to do because you really don't feel great that day. And they will just like keep on like pressuring you on, oh, I mean, putting it on and like in the daily announcements too. Yeah, I feel like uh, cameras are like a, a big part of like learning online because like I get the benefit of turning on your cameras because then the teachers can see you, it feels more interactive. But also I can see like the downside for the student because like obviously some of them might not want to because they just feel uncomfortable with it or they just don't feel like it, I guess. And it's kind of a bad thing for the teacher it could be a bad thing for the teacher, but they kind of have to take into account for the students. Yeah, and for the last question of today's episode, what are your like recommendations for teens struggling with mental health for like school? Um, a recommendation that I um, give like a kid is that um, if you're like feeling stressed um, about like a project or something like that, you should like take a break from it and just like do something else or like go outside and just enjoy your day and like pick up on it the next day. Cause sometimes like I don't do that and it just makes me mad. And Yeah, a lot of the times I'll just like try to start a project but I'll just get like really frustrated and I'll just like sit with it like in front of me for 20 minutes, not be able to do anything. And I feel like a big part of school and something that everyone should have is like motivation. So they should either like find a motivation to make school work fun or they should find uh, like something else that they find enjoyable that can like balance out schoolwork if they don't enjoy them. Like when you're doing homework, you should like put away like all your phones and any type of distractions so you can just get it done instead of like just doing like a little bit and then being on your phone for like an hour and just keep on procrastinating. I do that and it's kind of bad. Everything, like everything that I've been doing, I feel like some recommendations I have for like other people is that like just like because like some people like especially me I sometimes I feel like it's just me who's like feeling all this pressure and me who has all this work but then I see other people like oh yeah I have all this too and it's like we're struggling together and just I feel like the idea of like having to like do something with other people just makes you feel better about it or just taking like a break from something coming back to it can like make you more like willing to come back but then have new ideas and better and be able to finish stuff easier and quicker so i'd like to thank you guys for coming on and staying all your input today you guys had a really good really good 
answers to our questions, even though our questions were pretty good. Um, next week, we're going to have a special episode with all four of us hosts, and we'll be seeing you guys next week. All right, thanks to Amy and Lucas for joining Tommy and David this week to talk about mental and social health at this point in the COVID pandemic. You could hear they began talking through coping strategies. How's everybody doing mentally at this point in the school year? And then they got into how we are socializing, not just through the screen during school, but outside. How are social connections being maintained? And then they brought it back around to talk a little bit more mental health up towards the end. This is the part in the school year where our hosts are really trying to find their groove. And I shared this last week. It's also the part of the school year where it starts to become the most difficult to get guests as classmates to find the right topics, the right questions, but they're really doing a great job. And I hope they continue to do this through the pandemic. It's it's difficult to host a podcast alone. It's that much more difficult. It's compounded with the pandemic and the fact that we're doing this all through the screen. What they have in store next week is they're going to do a check-in, all four hosts. So we're going to hear Tommy and David again before winter break. And they're going to be joined by Naomi and Zoe and talk about how the whole process is going and uh, any thoughts to wrap up 2020 before we head into 2021 and beyond. What I want to make sure I share in the show notes, the episode description this week, I want to make sure I share a couple of links for social health, but I also have some for mental health. As you, as always, I am going to include some things about talking through emotions, self-care, self-help. I'm going to include the resources of the World Health Organization, the National Alliance of Mental Illness. I'll include the Suicide Prevention Lifeline and some other things to consider with essential brain activities. So make sure you check those out right after listening. We're going to do one more episode before winter break, like I mentioned, and then we'll be back in January as we continue with the Life is the Future podcast. If you like what these students are doing, as always, please give a review and share away on all social media. Okay. Thanks for listening.